Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like you want things good, and that's what the That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, um, this morning, our discussion. Yeah, the title is Fight. 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 It is Fight. Lay old. Fight angry. Fight hard. Be mad at the devil. Fight. Lay old. Fight angry. Fight hard. Be mad at the devil. First Corinthians 16. First Corinthians 16, 13. First Corinthians 16, 13. First Corinthians 16, 13. Are we ready? Shoot. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. It says, be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Again, be on your guard. In Yoruba, as we call it, you know, if you're a garage Yoruba boy, it's always guiding. Be on your guard. Yeah. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous, be strong. I'll take it again. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous, be strong. One more time. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous, be strong. Ephesians 5.15. 50.20. He says, be careful then how you live. Not as, un- as unwise, but as wise. 16. Are you ready? All right, 16. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Take it again, 16. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. One more time, take it. Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Look at that. So you can't be in denial. You cannot be in denial. You cannot be, you cannot by ignoring a fight, you know, avoid the fight. Do you understand? You cannot just ignore. Like if you ignore it, it will go away. Uh-huh. Ignoring does not excuse from a fight. You understand? So imagine you... I a soldier, 
and compulsorily you are at war. So, right there, your friends, your colleagues, are, you know, everybody shooting guns, and just there, you know, just chilling in the war. Who goes down first? The chiller. Right? So he says, because the days are evil, this first, be very careful then how you live, again, always guiding. Not as unwise, but as wise. 16, let me go, let me go for opportunity. Because the days are evil. 17. Therefore, do not be foolish. Take it again. Therefore, do not be foolish. What does it mean? The believer can be foolish. Abi? The believer can be foolish. Yes. So it says, therefore, do not be foolish. Go on. But understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Glory. Go on. Speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he says, be careful then how you live. Not as unwise, but as wise. Most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. He now says, you know, um, you know, don't be foolish. Understand what the Lord's will is. He says, don't get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. But instead, be filled with the spirit. So he says, you know, being careful means living filled with the spirit. Being careful, you know, so that you can so, that, so you can live right in evil days requires that you live spirit filled. So it is wisdom in tough times to consciously, deliberately live filled with the Spirit of God. It says you are being careful, you are being wise. It says if you don't do this, you are being foolish. Okay? It says don't be foolish. Understand what the Lord's will is. All right? Glory to God. So, you know, we took a topic last Sunday, talking about the contradiction, about how, you know, we are blessed in every place, you know, we have all the blessing prosperity, good health, you know, long life, and all that kind of stuff. And also, there are times in our lives when it looks as though, you know, as though God lied. Okay, you say, just finish bragging, just finish bragging on social media. I can never be sick. And next thing, you have, this, you have terrible symptoms like, like COVID on your body. You know, the cough, the catar, the sneezing, the blocked throat, the everything. They're like, okay. I just made a brag that I can't be sick. Not, okay, did God lie? Where did it go wrong? So when we talk about faith, people usually push back. You know, they push back. I tried. It did not work. Glory to God. Okay, so we are dealing with that kind of, we are dealing with situation further. We're going for that situation. What to do? We're going for that to it, okay? What to do when you are faced, you know, with these things? When it looks as though God lied. When all God has said, all right? It's not looking so in your, in your experiences. Glory to God. Ooh. So, you know, we, we've all been here. We have questions. We've all been here. Why did this happen? But I prayed. But we prayed. Why did this happen? But was a good person. Why 
did this happen? Glory to God. So it seems as though God is good only when the things we want fall on our laps. When it does not fall, we begin to question, did God really say? So what to do? So, you know, I can't promise you that everything I say to you, you agree with it. I, cannot, I can't make that promise, okay? Yeah. But I will try to show from Scripture how we ought to see these things. All right? So I want you also to do a search and um, convince yourself. Okay? Glory to God. But again, first things first. This should be the posture. An enemy has done this. An enemy has... So you can, you can channel your questions, your anger to the right quarters. An enemy has done this. This is very important, okay? Acts 38. Acts 38 and John 10, 10. Acts 10, 38. John 10, 10. Acts 10, 38. Yep. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power and how he went around doing good and healing all those who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. So we see clearly here, we see who the oppressor is and we see who the deliverer is. Just went about with the Holy Spirit of God, okay? Went about doing good, healing all those who are oppressed of the devil because God was with him. So we see Jesus, the, you know, the deliverer, and Satan, the oppressor. John 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So where there is no fullness of life, an enemy has done this. A thief is involved. People say John 10 is not, not, not directly the devil. Who else is a thief that steals, kills, and destroys? You know, it's, it's, it's pretty easy, okay? If there's any chief thief, it's the devil. Is there any, any chief murderer? So it fits the description, okay? So the thief has come to steal, to kill, and destroy. So anyway, anyway you see theft of joy, of peace, of health, okay? Of good news, theft of, of opportunities. An enemy has done this. He has come to what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. So if there is room for him, he will not only steal, he will kill, and he will destroy. So the cause of evil on the earth is the devil, directly or indirectly. The devil afflicts directly. The devil afflicts directly or through, you know, Falling nature. Do you understand? Who caused the fall of nature? Devil. Okay, so directly or indirectly is the cause of every evil. So, you know, evil is caused by devil direct, direct, direct oppression. There is falling nature. It's also falling man causing evil by oppressing one another. Okay? So the devil is the direct or indirect cause of evil. Glory to God. We know that Jesus Christ came to put an end to the devil's works. First John 3 8. Jesus Christ came to put an end to the works of the devil. Okay, which is why he went about doing good and healing all those who were oppressed. Okay, we see God's goodness in Christ. We see God's goodness in Christ. We see that he never turned anyone back. That whoever came to Christ for anything, you know. 
you know, had his healing. There was never a come back tomorrow. There was never a, it's not my will. Okay? Whoever came to Christ, got the healing, whatever else he wanted. We also know in Christians 1, 13, 14, Colossians 1, 13, 14, that Christ redeemed us. Okay? Yes. And took us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. You are there, help me. Colossians 1, 13, 14. Colossians 1. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness. You see that. And brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves. Look in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So we see Christ is the one doing the good work here. Okay? He's not the oppressor. He rescued us from, the, from devil's dominion. Okay? And brought us into a new kingdom. Glory to God. You must also know this. The enemy does not play fair. The enemy does not play fair. I'll take it again. The enemy does not play fair. Thieves don't play by the rules. I'll take it again. Thieves don't play by the rules. So you will say, but I'm healed in Christ. Your enemy does not play by the rules. So he will attempt to steal what is yours. It's like saying that there's a rule that says no stealing. There's no, no stealing. But thieves, thieves still attempt to steal and steal. Okay, because thieves don't care for your rules. So when people, when believers quote these things and you don't know how it operates, you'll be shocked. Do you understand? We quote it. I'm the healed in Christ. All, 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 the, all this power flows through me. They are all correct, right? Well, it does not mean that your enemy will not make an attempt. It will attempt to steal. It is you that will mount Bogladi, right? It is you that will, is, you know, the lost, that will enforce the law that says, do not steal. But if you say, the stealing is bad, and if your door open, the thief will come. You will steal, kill, and destroy. So when people tell me, you know, but how come the Bible says I'm the healed of God? All this power flows through me. Why do I still have, you know, sickness in my body? Why do I still fall sick? And I tell them, your enemy does not play by the rules. Sometimes, my sister, 14, he has rescued me. Your enemy does not play by the rules. You make attempts. Do you understand? So, don't just cram scripture without knowing how scripture operates to frustrate you. Not because God lied. But your enemy is a thief. Thieves don't play by the rules. So believers say things like, you know, and it's true, it's not wrong that the believer cannot be oppressed by the devil. It is true, legally. But again, your enemy does not play by the rules. You make an attempt. You see, I will say, not my house. You understand? The guy attempted Christ to tempt him. How bold can he be? Do you understand? He went after the Son of God. How bold can this guy be? He does not play by the rules. He'll make every attempt. Went to the Garden of Eden to meet Adam. So he does not play by the rules. Do you understand? Yes, Glory to God. So he will do whatever. However, to get to you. 
Hallelujah. So, like I told you, standing, the devil will make attempts. Promises of God do not always, do not always go automatically because you, have, you are in active contention. Active contention. But we just act as though there's no devil. So we just, you know, it did not work. We did not work, you know. Try again next time. It did not work. Everything, everything was natural. You drop almost because you must, you must, got, the job, you must got the job. Everything looked fine. Then they will call you. They did not call again. They did not call me, oh, Pastor. They did not call. Okay. The discerning. The discerning. Some people realize that same pattern, the same pattern of, of evil. The same pattern. This happened, then that happened. <laughs> the same pattern. But to them, it's normal, it's natural. Some people buy a phone today, next week, that's cracked the screen. <laughs> to you, I'm just careless. But why is it only your phone every time? Sometimes we are so we are so blinded. Devil can be that we don't, we don't see the, he's playing there like this. But we are so it was natural. Now I'm, I'm not saying the devil cautious, but don't be don't be unaware. 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 Glory to God. Okay? That learning directly. Evil is of the devil. So you must have it in your consciousness. So you don't excuse evil. You are married, you have your spouse, everyday argument. You think it's just normal that people have bad behavior. Personal, uh, yeah, temperament. You are playing with the devil. Not after, wants to break the marriage. Wants to break it. So that same day that you are arguing and fighting, that same period of your life, now brought to your office a new secretary that is everything you want in a woman. You know, your wife is, to you, she's troublesome. She's so gentle. Secretary, so gentle. She worships you. Ask you, boss, have you eaten today? What have you had for lunch? My wife's not asking me I was leaving home. Your mind, your mind, you're playing things in your mind. Okay? So, don't leave ignorance. Don't live unaware. You are in a tough war. T-U-R-F. You are in a tough war. Genesis 3, 14, 15. Genesis 3, 14, 15. Genesis 3, 14 to 15. Sometimes we romanticize evil. We pray, rub, you know, evil and just rubbed on his head as if it's, it's something small. Sickness, we manage a command for calorie. That one day, God will have time, it will go. One day, one day, one day, you know, Glory to God. Are you there? Genesis 3, 14 to 15. Genesis 3, 14 to 15. Yeah. So the Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. Please, guys, follow me. All right, go on, go on. You will crawl on your belly, and you will eat dust all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. See that? So there's an ongoing forever battle to the end. He will what? He will strike, you know, he will attempt to strike our, our heel and we what? Bruise his head. Crush it. So, yeah, he will bruise, he will crush. So we see an ongoing battle from the beginning. 
So this battle is not God against Satan. It is man against Satan. Do you understand? And a tough war. I'm not saying, you know, everything is... No, people make it excess. That's the cockroach. Ha, ah, devil. That's not the point. But I'm saying that you have to have a proper perspective of the world we live in. Science can tell us the physical, the physical causes. But being physical, our spirit at work. Science tells the physical part. It's not, it's not bad. It's true. Physically. But being a physical manifestation, we're saying there are things happening at the back. How do we know? Genesis 1. There was, already, there was already science. Science was already there. Genesis 2, there was science, but there was no evil. Science was already there. Do you understand? Okay? But evil came with the fall. So behind the manifestation in the physical is, you know, is good and evil being played out. Do you understand? In, in Exodus, Deuteronomy 28, when they were given the blessing and the curse, now, science can explain the physical reasons why it's happening. Do you understand? But behind the physical happening are spiritual causes. You get my point here? So, science does, does, not, does not, you know, tell us that it's not spiritual. The science gives us the answer to the best way they can give us the answer, which, which also works. But behind that, there are things happening in the background. So can be, can be demon oppressed. Science is correct, too. They can tell the issue physically. But behind it, sometimes that work. To have a proper perspective of life. Of life. It will help not to be careless, not to be casual. The days are evil. Much more now than before, safe, maybe. If you, just, if you open the social media right now, just open your news, you know they, the days are evil. War there. Protest there. COVID, just open your Twitter one day. Hey, that person has died. Hey, push. Uh, that person confessed of homosexuality. That person, you know, it's like a, we, are, we are in a constant, you know, um, outpour of evil. All right? The days are evil. Deal with it. Don't deny it. Deal with it. Deal with it, okay? Awesome. But this is important, okay? An enemy has done this. Someone will now say, but if God loves me, if God loves me, why doesn't he just heal me or just fix me? Since he is all powerful. You just take it away. Just fix it. Well, I agree with you. I think so sometimes. But let's go to scripture. See, you cannot, you know, make the world into what you want it to be. I said what it is. You can't make God and the way the world is into your image. Deal with it the way it is. Do you understand? Because the coulda, woulda, shoulda doesn't solve any problem. Do you understand me? The what if God just takes everything away? But it doesn't really operate like that. So why not find out we operate and align than being angry that God did not do it the way it wants to be done? Now, the thing that we won't forever understand. Maybe we won't get to heaven, we won't get better. But till then, deal with it the way it is. Do you understand? So we see in scripture that yes, God loves the entire human race. Okay? And it's really that we all get saved and not perish. 
but people still perish. Even though God's will is clear. Okay? John 3, 16 to 18. John 3, 16 For to 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Look at that. For God did not send his, word, his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already. So we see that. Yeah, go on, finish. Because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. So we see God's will of salvation. He so loved us not to be saved. What did he do? He sent his Son. Now, so that whoever believes is saved. He didn't want to say, I saved the entire world because I love everybody. That would have now an opinion. Cool, right? But God didn't do that. Okay? So he made provision available for us. Then we determine the provision. We are lying. Second Timothy, first Timothy two one to seven. 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 I urge, sorry. First Timothy. Yeah. Yeah, one to seven. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people. Yeah. For kings and all those in authority. That we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all people to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. Please pause. Look at that. So God's will for us is salvation for everybody. What did he say? Pray. Pray. And of, and of course, and then Romans 10 to 15. And then preach. Right? So he won't come down and by himself save everyone, even though that is his will. He will sovereignly save everyone, even though this is what he wants. Do you understand? So what, what does he do? What did he do? He went as far as coming down as man. Suffer. Mosquito bites. You know, all those things that divorce our human life was tempted. He suffered, he was beaten, and died. He went as far as that, okay? But he will not, he will not do what? Say, everybody, you are all saved. Just my point here. So, he went, went as far as the personal inconvenience of everything else, of, of, of all of it. But he did not, you know, sovereignly save everyone. What does he say? He said, he tells tell us to pray and to preach. So, he, he, did, he did his part, then told us, man, pray and preach. Mark 16, 15 and 16. Mark 16, 15 and 16. Also Romans 10, 14 to 15. Mark 16, 15 to 16. Romans 10, 14 to 15. He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. But whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany... That's fine. That's fine. What does he have to do again? I want everyone saved. But you go and preach. I have done my part. Get my point here? You go and preach. Let's pray in verse 42 and 7 and preach. Romans 10, 15. Romans 10, 15. How then can they call on the one they have not believed in? Yep. And how can they believe in the one of whom they have not, they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news? Look at that. We have all been sent. Imagine, we have all been sent to go and 
preach. Okay, so how would they hear? If we don't preach, so God doesn't want everyone to be saved, but he needs mass cooperation to get people saved. So, he needs us to pray and to preach so that his power to save is released on the hearers. Now, in the same way, God wants everyone to live righteously. He wants to live righteously. Once you live righteously, once you do every day, live righteously. Every time, be right, be obedient, be yielded. What does it do? It does not force you. If God just does this sovereignly, you'll be so good, you know, you'll be so good, you'll be a good robot. What will you do? Always right. But if we see again how God operates, He makes, you know, provision that requires man's cooperation. So, while I learn to live, live right, what do we do? We form sometimes, we get back up, we learn, we get better. Okay, what does it do? Provision, help, strength. What do we do? Respond. We learn to live that life. We yield and get better. So, we see this is how God operates. Now, we see in scripture that no one got healed by God's sovereign move. Please, just do, just do a, small, a small search in your heart. Did anybody get saved? By God sovereignly just saying from heaven, you are healed. Please think back. Whoever got healed, got healed through a person. Or in, in best case scenario, the prophet brings a word to the person. So we see always the human agency involved. Okay? So even you know, in Christ's ministry, look at this. People came to him or he went to them. But whatever case, Christ was on earth as a man. So again, man's agency involved. God did not just say, you know, from heaven, that person, that person has, has a, you know, kill like there, let him be. No, 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 no. You know, man's agency has always been, been involved in the God's acts on the earth. Okay? You see that? Is that clear enough? So we see that it's the prayer or act of faith that gets people to receive from God. Healing, whatever else, is a prayer, an act of faith that helps us to lay hold of his promises. Man prays, acts in faith to lay hold of God's promise. You get that? So, of course, yeah, because once, once in a while, you know, what we call, you know, miracles, as dental miracles, as dental miracles, where you're just in church, you do not pray, you do not just find out, ah, the pain is gone. Or someone walks by you with a shadow, a person gets healed. Now, again, there is still human agency involved. And even that, you cannot be planning with your life that one day, someone walks past and I'll get healed. You'll be there for a while. My point here, the one that needs to get something from God has to, you know, reach out by faith, to lay hold of what is available, of God's promises, okay? Man has to reach out by faith to lay hold of God's promises. You cannot just wait there and say, one day, pastor will pray, you know, and I will be healed. You might be there for a while. Glory to God. So it is on you to learn how to lay hold of things that are yours in Christ. Okay? Is that good? So we see everywhere, human agency, okay, 
to carry out the will of God, to get them saved or healed. You see, either through a minister or the person himself, you know, reaching out to get what is his in Christ. Awesome. Are we following? So even Jesus came as fully man, even though fully God, he was still fully man. So it means that his acts on earth were of an anointed man. He didn't come to, he didn't come to act as God. He came to act as an anointed man. So the healings we see him do were man, anointed by God, to heal the sick. So we'll see again, human agency. Glory to God. Okay, so, you know, someone now say, eh, but only, what, what if only Jesus Christ did it? So now make it clear again. He didn't only do it. The 12 did miracles. Mark, Matthew, Matthew 10. The 70 did miracles. Um, Luke 10. To show us that, you know, God, his will is that true man. People are healed and saved. He did not go there by himself to just go and do everything. God, 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 God not just move by spirit. And he, no, no, no. Human agency is always at play. So to show us that it is will for it to be done through us, Christ did it. He didn't only do it. The 12 did. The 70 did. Then he now told us in Mark 16 again that new creation will also do the same thing. So this is my will, Lord, but it is you that will do it. Okay? Now, when you go to Mark, go to, go to Mark, Matthew 10. Matthew 10. Matthew 10, yeah, from verse 1. 1 to 9. Matthew 10, from 1 to 9. Matthew 10. Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These 12, these, these 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you in your belt. This pause. Now, it didn't say, when you go and pray, I will heal the sick. It didn't go and say, when you go and pray, I raise the dead. What did he say? You, you the sick. You, raise the dead. You, cleanse lepers. You, never demons. Okay? You, freely you have received. Freely, you give. So it doesn't happen. It is not him. It is you. That's, that's, that's his point. So when we say, I, I, I hear the sick, it is not me bragging. I'm doing what God said. Now, when we, when we make it as though, you know, it is God's will or not. So when, when it happens, it's God. When, when it doesn't happen, it's God. We are wrong. He's saying that my will is constant. You do my will. He also said, raise the dead. Now, I wish he did not say it. Because he set up. But he said it, so we cannot hide. Amen. For, it makes me unable to hide. 
was me. I like to practice scripture. So it means that when there's a case, at least I want to attempt. Make, make it even worse. Let's say attempt. He said, do it. I mean, he said it. He said it. So what will we do about it? But again, this is the point. He said, you, heal the sick. Boss my brain. You, raise the dead. He told the twelve. We will say, if it's just twelve. Seventh, he told them the same thing. Mark he told them all of us with the same thing. So the script is the same. The believer heals the sick. Raises the dead. Dries out devils. Is your to-do list. Is your assignment. Is your calling. Is your mandate. So you can shy from it. You can, you can, you know, you can hide the cowardice. Okay? But can't you change the job description? Like telling your boss, this thing you said, though, is too hard. You know, can we change it? No. You can hide and be doing, you know, be hiding, but that job is in your JD. So we can shy away from it. We can hide from it, okay? But we cannot change job description. You can't change it. Glory to God. What God is saying to you? When you come and ask him, eh, that person was a believer. He didn't any complaints, but he died. He will say, I told you to heal the sick. I told you to raise the dead. It's you that did not do it. Don't blame me. It's you and your colleagues, fellow believers. And it's you. So what important God is pointing back at you. Your own is you. I've showed you that all true from the beginning. God acts true men. So it's us. Let me put it together. It's us. Whether it's failure, it is us. Let's put it together. And it's okay. We form good here. Not be friendly God. Why? No, no, no. Why? I can change and get better. God can't. So, I said, I said last week, if God fails sometimes and does well sometimes, we are in trouble. Because God cannot change. <laughs> we, are in big, we are in a big mess. But God is constant. Always meaning that if I grow and get better, I will enjoy his goodness better. So it's good for us that way that it's us. Because we can change and get better. Once you want to say God is failing, we are all in trouble. Just go to Ever Street. Escape. It means that you are the mercy of the devil. That God might not have time for you, Daddy. Might be in a bad mood. Do you understand? This life is it's chance. Can I point here? So, thank God, he said we should do it. And so, so we, we can understand why the world has it is like this. We have been, as believers, mostly irresponsible. Mostly irresponsible. Okay? So we point at God. And God like, oh dear, oh dear, read your Bible. It's you. Check. 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 Do we see that? Are we still happy? <laughs> Are we still happy about this? Glory to God. So these things, they are for us a call to pursuit. A call to pursuit. Glory to God. So some will say, but I prayed for the sick and they didn't get well. Well, we have all been there. You're not, you're not alone. We've all had, you know, where it failed. Okay? Now, we've all had failures now and then. You're not alone. In fact, even the biggest man of God, is, he, has, he has his own fair share of it also. 
But what, what, what you should be assured of is this, that the sick is healed, the dead is raised. So when, when, when does it happen for you? Doesn't negate the fact that the sick is healed, the dead is raised. So the question becomes, how? When? Why? Where did it go wrong? Okay? If that happened through anybody, it means it, it's, it's available in God. Because God is constant. And it's not partial to anybody. It doesn't show partiality to anybody. So it means it's available. So it now becomes, what more should I be? What more should I know? How better should I learn to lay hold of things with faith? Okay? Glory to God. So we ought to be students. Remain a student of the word. Now, through failures and successes, retain your sense of wonder. Retain your sense of wonder. Retain your act of pursuit. You have to be in a pursuing posture. Okay? I will play hold of this. I will not come back and get tired and say, God, why? You know, the why in the bad part. I can ask him why the Lord, what's up? Teach me. Do you understand? So, there's a place for personal questions, personal pursuits. There's also a place for the body of Christ to, as, as, to, as one, you know, as churches, as body, as body entirely, to cry out to God that God help us. We are goofing here. Glory to God. You know the funny thing? If another generation fails, another might come that will succeed very well. So now becomes your generation, not good. Because God is constant. God is con- so we have to look at ourselves in our generation. Where exactly are we goofing it here? Okay, this is my point. Own it. I can get better. Once I don't own it, I can't help it. Once I assume responsibility for the failure, I cannot solve that problem anymore. Do you understand? It means we are left to chance. But if I own it, there is hope. So remain a student. Like the apostles in Mark 9, that they went to, back to ask him, why couldn't we cast it out? They did not say, ah, this is for the big boys. This is for you, Jesus. They went to ask, ask him, why couldn't we cast it out? And he told them what happened. Okay? So retain that sense of wonder. Where there is failure, go back and do a search. Go back and feed your faith. And learn how did it not why 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 did it work here? So what do I do personally? I do my search. I study. I pray. I listen to my I listen to sermons of respected people. Not, I don't I don't come and for sermons. I hear my own father. Okay? Deliberately. Why? I want to know where this thing can get better. When I can take a stock. Talks as though faith is one plus one equals two. Will tell you, I did this, she did this, God did this. As a straightforward, there's no. So I want to learn to, to work at that, at that level of mastery, that level of efficiency. So I'm, I'm not there saying, God, how far? No, no, no. I'm learning to improve my efficiency. Do you understand? It is on you. Glory to God. Malachi 3 6. God can't change. God can't change. Derek, God cannot change. He can't lie too. 
is the same, Hebrews 13 is, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. No, no, I, 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 already, I already said it out. You can't change. Acts 10, 34, 35. 10, 34, 35. Glory to God. As I said, this, this might not answer all your questions, you know. You have, to, you have deeper questions. What is my point? Learn how it works. All this, why not? Why is God will not change for you? Goodly so, not sadly so. It won't change for you, so get, get in line. Time is going. People are dying. Get in line and start learning and growing. Yes, ask the first thing five. Then Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism. Look at that. But accepts from every nation the one who fears him and does what is right. See, God does not have favorites. God is not good to A and not good to B. So don't say, eh, because it's so and so, so, so. No, 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 no. If it works for Mr. A, it means God does it. Do you understand? It means it's available in God. So don't let Mr. A's testimony intimidate you. Let it rather inspire and encourage you. Do you get? Okay? Let, let Mr. A's testimony encourage you to dig deeper till it becomes your reality also. Okay? Yes, sir. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So someone to say, you know, I've prayed. I have declared the word. I still got sick. I'm still not healed. Stop with that. As in, kilo shele gongo. As in, ah, what's up with that? When I feel you. You know, this one can be very frustrating. It's pretty frustrating. I agree with you. I feel, genuinely, I feel people's pain when they come and say this. You want to, want to cry for them. Actually, I know the frustration. Okay? Someone, the loved one, that needs healing. And instead of getting better, the condition is deteriorating. And this person is the loved one. There's pain involved. You've heard about the power talking to you. You're right in Christ. But right here, right now, you have an issue before you, a nagging challenge. You've bragged. But you still have fever. As in, it's, it's, getting, it's looking terrible. Some people, you know, they've, it's, they have, they've made all the broast, but right now they are seeing COVID symptoms. I said this your enemy does not play fair. He does not play fair. So when, it's, when you have this kind of issue, this is not the time to go and cry in public. After on, on, on social media, hey, my head is banging, hey, pity comes to me, hey, ah, that's how it is done. That's how it is done. That's how it is done. Or your status, hey, that's how it is done. You know, that's how it is done. That's how it is done. Grow, grow, grow. 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 When you are that pressed, go, if you have to cry, cry before bread rain. Cry before bread rain. Cry before bread rain. You get my point here? Call your mature friends. 
this thing they worry me. Oh. Call your pastor if, if, if need be. But don't go and cry. Don't go and do that. One day you go and brag and say, my God is to tell you. But that time, that time that you are crying, because they don't understand. They don't know how it works. Do you get my point here? Now, young wife, I tell them, are you the sick? Now, I remember now. Last year. <laughs> That's how they are. They don't care. This is to prove point. Because they don't know how it works. Glory to God. There are things that should be kept within the family. A little digression. When a brother fails, it is the family affair. Stop it to sin. The family affair. Is a family affair. Yeah? Is a crime? Commit a fear. Crime? Commit a fear. Normal sin? Family affair. No matter how bad it is, it's not a crime. It's a family affair. So that's, hey, is a family affair. Okay? Grand Corinthians. Remember Paul told them, you will judge angels. You will judge angels. You have to judge internal disputes. Glory to God. So when the brother feels like, you know, go and put on social media. You know, you are mocking ourselves. You, don't, you think it's a blabber you're mocking. You are mocking the entire body. Ah, that pastor. Hey, it, it's, it's to you right now. You're only mocking that person. But these things turn around to bite our bonbons. It, it turns around. See, you think only that person will fall. There is a way it affects everybody. There are issues that are internal. They are internal. Now, where crime is involved is government. It's not even Twitter, it's government. It's, but, you know, I understand government is mad. I get that, right? But generally, okay, government, internal issues, internal issues. Glory to God. So, what do we do? If you have to cry again, don't go and cry on social media. Cry in the body. Okay? Remember this always, that God is Good. God does not change. His will is your healing and long life. So don't allow, you know, unhelpful sentiments and questions about God's goodness and blaming God. God did not do it. God did God, you know, if you get like this, it does not help your faith. It's not helping the matter. If your goal is to get well, I mean, do things that help the matter. How does saying God is, not, God is not good help you get well? You still don't get well. That is what exactly do you achieve? Okay? So, know this. God did not cause your problem. He didn't allow it. An enemy has done this. See it as the enemy's work and be mad about it. You hear my point here? Be mad about it. Be mad about it. Be mad about it. All right? Glory to God. <laughs> so this is my question to people like that. What will you do about the challenge? What will you do about the challenge? Since crime will not solve it, doubting God will not solve it. What will you do about it? Realize this. God has equipped you with all you need to put a stop to the devil. God 
has equipped you with all you need to put a stop to the devil's works. That's the best God has done. He equipped you. When I'm wondering what will God do, God did it. He equipped you. Ephesians 1 3. Ephesians 1 3. Ephesians 1 3. Glory to God. Ephesians 1 3. Don't you have me? Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Look at that. He has blessed us already with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Go to 15. 15 21. 15 to 21. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. And is he comparably great power for us who believe? Please pause there. So it says, I pray for you to know what has already done. He has done. I'm praying for you to be aware what he has done, to know your rights, your privileges, your responsibilities, and the power at work. So God has done his part in Christ. Okay? Go to Luke 10, 19. Luke 10, 19. Luke 10, 19. Luke 10, 19. And then Mark 16, 15 to 20. Luke 10, Mark 19. Mark 16, 15 to 20. Glory to God. Yeah. Luke 10, 19. I have given you authority. You see that? To trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Look at that. I have given you power, given you authority to deal with the devil's work. So what, what, did, what did Christ do? He gave us power and authority to get this done. Mark 16 to 20. Mark he 16, said, 20. go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will, in my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. Look at that. What did he do? What did Christ do? He gave us the power and authority to get these things done. So, it is now up to us. The results we get with the power and authority he has bequeathed us. It is now, see, the power is for us to wield, not him. You see that? So, if you need to gang up against your enemy, you need to call a friend, a prayer partner, that this issue, let's do it together. Okay? If you need to, do so. You need to call United, call United. Call pastor, call pastor. Okay? But, you know, don't just stay there and be crying. Now, there are times when now, normally, we all should be able to live with the Bible in Christ by ourselves, normally. But at times when the issue is so frustrating and painful, it can distract you from faith. Faith is easier when, when, when it's not on your body. When is your case, personally? 
there's a way it can distract your faith if, if you are not well matured or you, do, or you don't have experience in these things, okay? What should you do? Don't be shy, you. Call a friend. Call a united. Call a pastor. But don't ask in your house. Some, some, people get, some, people, some people get embarrassed by the battle. They don't start hiding. It's so weird. They get embarrassed by the battle they are, and they're hiding. Guess what? The name is laughing. As in, there's help. You're too shy to go for help. You're not dying in silence. Ah. Why are you shy about it? We all, fa- we all grew through it. We all faced it or faced it up. You know, we've learned from it. So, why are you shy about it? You are struggling. You are shy. You are, you are, you are, you are hiding. You get my point here? Some people are, they are suffering from chronic addiction. But they are too shy to tell pastor. They are too shy. Too embarrassed to tell pastor. But I'm looking at you as in, how? We didn't all, we didn't all jump to the this maturity. We grew and we failed also. We learned from there. So, when you are shy and hiding and struggling, trouble. That's not wisdom. That's not wisdom. Also, it's not faith. It's not faith. It's not faith. If you need help, call your friend. Reach out. James 5, 16. James 5, 32 to 16. Then Matthew 18, 19 to 20. James 5, 32 to 16. Yeah. Are we learning? Yes, sir. Is it good? All right. Awesome. James 5, 20 to 16. Is anyone, is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. All right. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Look at that. It says, call an elder. Call an elder. Call an elder. You are overwhelmed. Call an elder. Call somebody. Make that call. You've been there for one week struggling. Make the call. Call for help. Some people are there with addiction two years. Call for help. They are stuck there. They cannot grow with addiction. They cannot grow with addiction. Call for help. Before you cast. There are men struggling with addiction. When they say, oh man, everything just goes crazy. Before you rape, call for help. Your enemy does not play fair. Don't play fair to gang up. Do you understand? When you see believing, believing, believing men doing silly things, it has always been there. They did not come for them. For me, man of God. Man of God. Man of, you know? And because they have good tongues, they make them, you know, give them posts on campus fellowship. I stand pastor, pastor, prophet, prayer secretary. Bishop. They won't give you nickname, bishop, apostle. So you now think that because of that you cannot make mistakes. That's how I, I do your mistakes. While being there crying every day, suffering in silence, suffering in pain or failure. Before you do something stupidly stupid, call for help. See, those, those, those who you are, you are coming for, if you cast, they're very unforgiving. They will drag, drag like later. You know, the poopoo poo jet. So, call for help. Call for help. See, you can, you can drip in an anointing like anointing oil. I'm, I'm struggling for nication. Only my drip, like, you can drip your way back. I'm struggling for nication. There are people like that. So, don't let the anointing, 
You're letting oil drip from your hand, distract you, confuse, confuse you. Call for help. Wisdom, for you shame us of us in public. Ah, he was a pastor, for you shame us in public, please. Call for help. Be real with people, be real with your leaders, be real with your leaders, be real with them. See, if you're a church leader, you see bad things every day. So nothing can shock you. Hey, sister, hey, you did this. We, we hear it a lot. Nothing you can tell me now. Hey, hey. God forbid, though. What do you get my point here? Is this job, if you have for a while, you have seen things. I've had things in this life. I've, I've had four calls. Like, I can't tell people many years later because that four calls mad. I told some people some things I heard for many years back. I told them, like, hey, someone told you that? Hey! Don't so, you, know, you can tell me another? Hey! But guess what? If you don't come and talk and you cast, your cane will be serious. So come on, when you come and confess, it's easy to deal with, though. We can say, ah, okay, help you around it. You know, even if you come to talk about it, if it eventually comes, comes out public, we can say, yeah, we know about it, we are dealing with it. But you just cast in public like that. And I come here on Twitter. All the best. Okay? Glory to God. See, again, we, we think, when, when, when people goof that way, we, as, we think like natural men. We just, we just see scum man, scum woman. But an enemy has done this. An enemy is at work. Influencing people through their thoughts, their environment, through their upbringing, through their own abuse also. So please, eh, the enemy is the devil. Now, the law, the law can treat people's madness, you know, jail term, life term, but believers, even in that, there must be empathy. There must be empathy. You can't be the one, you know, ah, where did anyone? You can't, <laughs> you can't be that. Empathy, an enemy... The source of evil is the devil. The seed nature is of the devil. So directly and directly, the devil is the cause of evil. So when you pick up stones, you are eager to stone people. You are helping the devil's ministry. Is that clear about you? Are, you are part of the ministry. You are in, is, 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 yes, go on, go on, go on, girl. Stone him. He's come. You know, go on, boy. Stone the person. You get my point here? You are doing the devil's ministry. So even, even in law enforcement, okay, our, our role our, 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 our mood towards people should be sympathy. Okay, so we can hand over to the law, but in our hearts, with sympathy and prayer, not with anointing mood, God punishing. You know, that is not our stance. An enemy, see, if like, don't like me, I'm teaching the Bible. You know, I, I, I don't care that much anymore. I, I, I care less daily. Okay? Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Long after you are gone in heaven, the Bible will remain and be the same thing. So I lie. It will not change. It will be true. Before you were born, it was true. When you are going to be true, what you do? Be wise, align. The thing that looks wise in man's eyes can be very foolish in God's eyes, and that's real wisdom. Wisdom can say that's very foolish. Why not align with wisdom? And be wise for eternity, not wise for a few minutes on the earth. You know, wisdom, earth wisdom. You live how many years, Max? 120, 150. Let's even say you do 150. Okay? What about living on wisdom that lasts eternity? Be wise for life. 
I love the scripture. Okay, so if you need to call for help, the most you should do, fight. Is the point. Fight. Fight. Be angry. Fight. That's one this week. What will you do about it? That's the question. What will you do about it? If you fall sick, what will you do about it? Blame me God cannot save you. Cannot heal you. What will you do about it? What will you do about it? What will you do about it? You have a sick relative. What will you do about it? Since I've, I've told you now, it's you that will do it. It's man, not God. What will you do about it? You are waiting there thinking one day God will come true. It might never come true. It will not come true. It's not a cause. There's that one day, one day thing. It might never happen, no. For most times, it never happens. Nobody gets miracles by waiting one day, one day. Faith is now. Faith takes. Faith takes. Faith does not say, I will take in the future. Get my point here? You know, once in Nigeria, it go better. You know, is that one day spirit? Yeah, let's, let's check it out. I know one day, one day, one day it go better. It go better for me. It go better for you. Jeez. Eh, I go, you know, one day, one day. One day, one day, one day. That one day, my never day. <laughs> ah, that's true. My never day, you know, my never day. Pigeon. Oh, T boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving right now. <laughs> you know my point here? Yeah. Fight! Takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, fight! What will you do? Fight. If it means you stand up all that's confessing the word. Do it. We don't go and stay there and say it will happen later. Fight! If all you do is every night at 10 o'clock, give God's word, I am the healed of God. I am the healed of God. Oh, by his stress, I'm healed. What will you do about it? When he when, when was young and sick and he told him he would die, when God showed him from Scripture, Mark 23 and 24, Mark 23 25, he would stay up sometimes almost all night saying the word to himself. By his stripes, I'm healed. You know, who's what I say? It was almost all night doing that. There is a person said the same thing also. That he spent, he had the, he had the mouth pain. I think it's holding the mouth. Filled up all night, confessing the word. There are times when it, it, it requires all night of the word. Sometimes it happens cheaper. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it happens cheaper. What will you do when it's not cheap? Will you give up? Will you own the problem? I say, my swollen mouth, you know, that become my. What will you do about it? With me staying up all night, confessing the word, I'm praying in tongues. With me hearing that someone all day, I'm writing it out, doing your transcript, to yourself, partner transcripts. They did not send you, but that someone you must, that someone must enter your brain, must enter everywhere. So you keep hearing it. You hear the first time, wrote your transcripts. Again, that today, oh, this thing must enter. With me all day. With me all day. Don't give up. Don't postpone. Glory to God. Feed your faith. Burn God's word into your system. As in, burn it into your system. 
Learn to get results by faith. Go and learn and fight. Yeah, that is what I need to learn. Look up the scripture. Learn. Pray in tongues. Let God lead you. Learn. So you can talk, talk about heredity. Yeah, I've been praying for all, all the while. I say, God, save my, save my uncle. Save my uncle. And one day God told him, I will not save your uncle. And what will happen? Pray that in someone go and someone to preach to me at years. I will not come down and save him. It is someone that will go and preach to me. So he changed his prayers to, Lord, send laborers into your field to my uncle. And the guy gossip. See, even just they're saying, God, why, 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 why? You have to learn how to pray the prayer way. So are, they prayers, are, prayers? are you praying some stupid prayers? No, you have stupid prayers. Someone will say, God, if it's your will, you will heal me. This may never get well. Because it's, it's if him, God's will. Or if it. Yeah. May never get well. That God, I know that one day you will heal me. It may never get well. On healing, it is what God has done, not what He will do. So you are taking old what has already done. So if you one day, one day, it's never day. What should you do? Fight. First one, six, twelve. He says, "Fight the good fight of faith. The good fight is a fight you win." The good fight is a what? A fight you win. The good fight is a fight you win. Please help, help me with the AC, Kola. Help me with the AC. Light is on. No, let, 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 let the guy do it. There it is. Okay? Fight. Philippians 2, 10, 10 to 13. Philippians 2, 10 to 13. Philippians 2, 10 to 13. Be angry. Be angry with the issue. Be mad at it. Be angry about it. But don't be angry, angry with God, though, because that does not work. Take the anger to the issue. Philippians 2 to 10 to 13. Philippians 2 10 to 13. That are the, the name of Jesus. Philippians 3, sorry. Philippians 3. three. Philippians 3. Philippians 3. Philippians 3 10 to 13. Philippians 3. Amen. Philippians 3, 10-13. I want to know Christ. Yeah. Yes. To know the power of his resurrection and participation in his suffering. Yep. Becoming like him in his death. And so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Yep. Not that I, not, not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal. But I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold for me. You see that? Brothers and sisters... I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead. Look at that. Please go on. I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward yeah. in Christ Jesus. Next, next, next verse. All of us, then, who are mature, should take such a view of things. Look at that. And if on some point you think differently, that too, that's God will, that's that's too. Too, God will make clear to you. So what he's saying? He's saying, I'm in constant pursuit. I'm constantly straining to get better. I'm constantly 
learning and growing to lay hold of that that which Christ has laid hold of me. I'm laying hold of things that God has made available. I'm not saying I'm Paul. I don't find it enough. I am still in hot pursuit. <coughs> Do you understand? So pursue. Lay hold. Ephesians 6, 10 to 20. 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 Yeah. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of, and of evil in the heavenly realm. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then. Please pause. So, then says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. So you are commanded to be strong. It is a command. Be strong. He says, put on the full armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. So he says, be strong and then Take your stand. There has to be a stand. There has to be a posture. A stand. A stand means, this is my point, this is my, this is my stand here. I'm not going back or forth. This is my stand on this issue. It says, that the thing says, put on the full armor of God so that you may be able, so that when a day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. He did not say if. He said when the day of evil comes, meaning the devil will make his attempt, you have got to live ready, always guiding, ready to take your stand. That's why I say you cannot be a casual believer. Cannot be just, just vibes. I'm fresh, just vibes. Stand firm. I haven't done all to stand. Then stand. Do all to stand, though, so you can stand. Do all to stand for battle, so you can stand in battle. Verse 24 says, if you fail in your capacity, your strength is dainty, it's little. So what do you do? Prepare. Always be ready. So on that day, you are ready to take a stand. Do you understand? How do you pray to get a stand? Feed your faith consistently. And pray in the Spirit. In Ephesians, in Ephesians 6, 18 says, And pray in the Spirit on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, it says, Be alert. And always keep praying for all the lost people. So it says, Pray in the Spirit. Be alert. In Jude 1, 7, 21. Jude 1, 7, 21. Jude 1, 17, 21. Jude 1, 17, 21. 
Jude 1, 6 to 21. Jude 1, 17 to 21. Yeah. But dear friends, remember that Remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, in the last times, there will be scoffers. 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 There will be, there will be scoffers. Yep. Who will follow their ungodly desires. These are the people who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts and do not have the spirit. But you, dear friends, by building yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in God's love. God's love, as you, are, as you wait for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to bring you to eternal life. It says, in the last days, there will be issues, which is true right now. So what should you do? Build up yourself in your most holy faith. Feed your faith. That is, and pray in the Spirit. So, feed your faith and pray in the Spirit. I pray that, you know, that God may grant you to be strengthened with might by a spirit in your inner man. So pray for strength. Is that what pray? Pray for strength. You pray for strength. So when, when, when evil attempts you, you're not crying, you are strong. Your feet all steady. You're not wobbly. You're not, you know, it's a, it's a stand. So that's be a proper stand. You're not wobbly. You're not staggering. Pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Cultivate praying. See, we are now in that evil times that the Bible talks about. We are right now living in the middle of one. Do you get my point there? So, you're not praying in tongues now. Why will you pray in tongues? Why will you pray in tongues? You don't feed your faith. Now, when you feed your faith, now even on normal days, people feed their faith. Normal days, we are taught as normal people that faith, learn about faith every day. That's what we are taught. Faith is selling for divine health. Why? The devil attacks health constantly. That's a major battle, health. So we are trained to every day learn about faith for divine health. Every day. What about now? So if you are still doing casual, casual, freestyling it, eh. <laughs> Do you hear my point here? Some of us go out every day. We are, you know, because we, are, we have work to do. You go out every day. And you're not feeling your faith. Hey, are you, are, you, are you being too casual? You have to go out every day to work in COVID. But to pray in the Holy Ghost is doing you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have time. To feed on the word and listen to someone. You are too busy in COVID. And you are going out every day. Is it, is it, is it vibes you are running on? Are you being too casual? It's real, it's not, it's not, you know, <laughs> are you watching the news? You think it's not matter fake? Yeah, assumption. Can I point here? Glory to God. So, take your stand and fight. Fight till you win. Until you win. Don't come and cry. Keep fighting. How do you fight? You feed in your faith. Confess scripture. Feed your faith. Confess scripture. Learn how faith works. That didn't work. Go back and learn. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. Stand your ground. When you stop fighting, when you win, you don't have to fight no more. Until you don't have to fight no more, keep fighting until you have won. 
Till then, shut up and fight. Don't bow out. Don't complain. Don't cry. Fight. And fight. Don't lose ground. Don't back down. Don't look back. Fight. You will have a secretive. What are you doing? What are you doing? You are doing one day, God will. People have died this way. You cannot one day, it's only on healing. Don't one day. Don't one day. Mount a conscious resistance. Deliberate stance. Deliberate fight. Call the person, Baba. Salmon Mama, don't play with me. Don't die on me. Don't die on me. Feed your faith. Don't one day healing. Don't one day eat. It doesn't God will come true. It doesn't work that way. Conscious resistance. Don't manage it. Don't manage it. Don't, don't, don't manage it. All right? So, when you stop fighting, when you win. Okay? Fight, you have to fight no more. When is that? When you have won. Till then, shut up. Fight. Don't bow out. Don't complain. Don't cry. Fight. Don't draw back. Top up your strength. Ephesians 3, 14. Praise the Holy Ghost. 3, 14, 20. Don't, 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 don't bow out. Don't lose ground. Don't back down. Don't look back. Fight. The only certain outcome is victory. Fight. Stand your ground. Look, man, tell me you tried and did not win. Get back in the ring. Don't tell me about those that have tried and failed and died. I don't care. Get back in the ring and fight. They died. You don't have to die. So, the devil punched your eye. What will you do about it? Fight. Don't give up. Don't let him kill you. Don't forget, he came to steal, to kill, and destroy. So, get back in and fight. So, sickness left, and now you are seen again the symptoms returning. What will you do? Cry? No. Stand your ground. Maintain your confession. See, this happens. So you prayed, you got your healing, and three days, three days later, this, this, is actually very, this is very common. So some people, they go to a, a, a healing, healing crusade, they get prayed for, they get healed, and by Tuesday morning, after Saturday, symptoms are back. And I'm thinking, you know, didn't God heal me? What should you do? The devil likes to make a, likes to make a comeback. He's a troublesome fellow. You, stand your ground. I am the healed of God. This symptom, you have no place here. But what people do? Hey, it has come back. Hey, start crying. You've lost the battle. Begin again. Lost ground. People lose ground like this every time. Your words reaffirm your realities. What should you do? Hold fast your confession. 
I am the healed of God. I am the healed of God. When you practice these things, it becomes easier and easier as you go on. Hold fast your confession. There are times when the battle of life seems so tough and victory looks bleak. You stand. Don't come home defeated. Stand firm. You can't imagine this film. Who has, who has watched these karate, karate type films, karate, karate kids? These kind of movies, karate kids type of movies. You see, now I, I think I've watched, I can't remember it, so forgive my, my narration. I'm just saying what I want to say to help my, my, my someone out. So, a child is bullied until he meets a coach that says, I will train you to fight. Okay? So, while teaching him, I want to learn karate. Sometimes he still gets bullied and beaten. As in, he will try and he will beat him. Okay? Get, get a few punches here and there. And sometimes it's, it's as though he has lost the battle and he can never be able to fight. The kid never wants to give up and say, I'm never, do, I'm never doing it again. I'm, you know, I can't do this. What would the coach do? Okay? What would we do? So there are times when person just wants to give up altogether and say, I'm not doing again. What happens? The coach gingers him up, right? He returns to, returns to training. He learns to fight better with much more resolve and determination. He learns first to have a fight within. And then he can fight without. He learns to fight here. That ne- I will never give up attitude. He's not crying, you know, I, w- I must win this thing. He learns to have to develop a fight in here. Believers can do that also. The Bible says, stand firm. Feed on verses that say, stand firm. So they build in you a resolve. A fighting resolve. Okay? So what, what happens in the end? That kid attains mastery and whoops his bullies in public, embarrasses them. This is your story. I'm your, I'm your coach. Trying to get you to develop mastery. Don't faint on me. Don't faint on me. Don't draw back on me. Okay? Practice. Get in that ring and engage. Let the devil know. Let the sickness know. You won't have my health. You won't have my joy. You won't have my kids. You won't have my spouse. You won't have my finances. Nope. You won't resist till you have won. Do you understand? Let's rise. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.